that's quite the segue because, of course, bad weather led to a lot of travel chaos over the holidays. We've talked a lot about it uh, just about everywhere. Uh, we've also heard a lot of bad stories about uh, people being stuck in the weather, specifically some of the tragedies coming out of Buffalo where they had record snowfall. Uh, deadly, a deadly storm there. At least 30 people, I believe, were killed in that one. Um, but there were some remarkable rescue stories as well, some remarkable stories of of people helping each other out of neighbors coming to the help of neighbors um, and some slightly different kind of ones, including this next one, an Ontario senior carrying for caring for several young kids was stranded in his home in Huntsville. That's about 200 kilometers North of Toronto for days trapped by snow and fallen trees, blocking his one kilometer long driveway. Um, and it was a real issue. In comes a group of volunteers that started off really small in a town called Aurelia in Ontario is growing now to 19,000 members. They communicate on Facebook uh, and they're called Trillium Off-Road Recovery. Those volunteers came to the rescue of this gentleman and the children that were in that home. It's part of what they do um, and they provide a really necessary service in Ontario. To find out more about how they came to be, how they grew, and this rescue in particular that seems to typify the kind of work they do, founder and volunteer Evan Taylor joins me now. Thank you for your time tonight. Yeah, no problem. Happy to chat with you. This is quite the story. I mean, I gather you were very busy over the holidays. There was a lot of bad weather in and around where you are. Uh, but tell me a bit about this one. This was quite uh, quite the tale about a, an elderly gentleman and several kids sort of trapped in their home around Huntsville. Yeah, it was it was certainly a, a something that we don't deal with every day. Um, our group uh, received a request on, I believe it was December 30th. Uh, we received kind of a, a unique request. Uh, there was an elderly gentleman in Huntsville uh, who was caring for some young children. And uh, just due to the, the nature of his age and his ability, he wasn't able to clear his driveway of the substantial amount of snow. He had about a one kilometer driveway and he had a, a, approximately 40 fallen trees wow. over the period of that driveway. Um, and he became uh, trapped in his own home. So our group received a request, uh, you know, asking that we get involved. And uh, that's what we did. What happened after that? Because I gather what this is, is really a bunch of volunteers on Facebook and you essentially respond, right? People who are in the area would then be able to respond and say, I'll go. Absolutely. So our, our group is, uh, it was founded out of Aurelia. And what we do is we help people when they get broken down, stuck or stranded in an off-road vehicle capacity. So we're not an on-road tow company. Uh, we're just a group of volunteers in the community willing to help one another out when they get uh, into a bad situation. And then uh, in certain instances, we've been used in other, uh, you know, civilian capacities uh, to assist the police with search and rescue, you know, when requested, um, as well as other uh, agencies uh, when they need assistance. So what happened here? This was a long driveway. I imagine the gentleman had family nearby, but that no one was really able to uh, move all this debris and all this snow out of that driveway. I guess the authorities were busy as well. Uh, how did it yeah. unfold as far as as far as Trillium Off-Road Recovery and, the, and your volunteers are concerned? So when Trillium received the, uh, the request, we uh, immediately knew that the gentleman was in a great deal of need. Our primary concern was safety and being able to get emergency vehicles into the home should they require them 
My understanding is the individual had been without power for approximately four days. It was going wow. on his there was no power. The family was attempting to get a generator into him for him and the family, but were unable to. So our, our first concern, of course, was his safety. So we uh, we put out a post uh, on our Facebook group just requesting any of our volunteers that would be able to assist would come and do so in the Huntsville area. And uh, we, we immediately had hundreds of people. We have about uh, 19,000 members on our Facebook group, and we immediately had uh, hundreds of people responding to the request. It was quite overwhelming just to try to deal with the responses, just the people coming forward to, to do, the, do the right thing and help their fellow human being. It was obviously a, a pretty difficult one, given the amount of snow that had fallen. Everyone was kind of stuck in the same way. How did you manage to to reach him finally? And I gather the family helped out as well, that it was kind of a really a collective effort. It was a collective effort. You know what? We have some great volunteers. And with the help of the family and our volunteers, we were able to get in there and get him. Uh, you know, just a lot of, uh, we like to say, people helping people. That's what we're all about. And, and that's really what happened. Um, you got, I mean, I, I gather all's well that ends well, right? Everything was okay once you got in there and I, I gather a generator was delivered. The kids are okay. That's correct. Everybody's doing good. They were able to get a generator in and uh, luckily power was restored shortly after we reached them. So obviously those hydro crews working like crazy to get the, the hydro infrastructure back up and uh, they were able to do that. How bad was the weather? I mean, it, it must've been, that was a lot of snow that fell in that area. Yeah, you know what, that's the most amount of snow since I've lived here, uh, you know, that I've seen uh, Huntsville got hit really, really hard. And with the blowing and drifting of snow, it just made areas impassable for emergency vehicles, uh, plow trucks and the police in our area were asking people not to drive. Uh, I know uh, one of our main highways in the area had been completely shut down, which is almost unheard of. Yeah, and because I mean, this is an area that's used to snow, right? It's not like this isn't your first winter, right? This is uh... no, not by any stretch. You, and you were saying that you've been getting a lot of calls uh, over the past little while. It's been really busy for your group uh, over the holiday period. It's been extremely busy for us. Uh, we uh, we help people in all kinds of situations, whether it be uh, in their off-road vehicle, their vessel, uh, other equipment that they have off-road. Basically, as long as it's not an area that a tow truck would normally do the work in, we'll assist. How did it get started? Because you're up to 19,000 people on a Facebook page. That's a lot of people. Um, you know, search and rescue groups are well known. But in your case, this was really a volunteer built. What was the impetus to go ahead and, and found this group? And you must be impressed with how much it's grown. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm blown away with the number of uh, volunteers that we have. When I founded the group in Aurelia, I thought if we had, you know, four or five people helping in our immediate area, we'd be doing pretty good. And uh, as you've seen, our group has just continued to grow into the thousands and uh, to the point where we, uh, you know, we allow people to post anywhere in the province of Ontario in, in order to try to uh, assist them in uh, any way that we can. So what are some of the examples? I mean, I, I gather, how are some of the ways you reach people that can't be reached? Uh, you must have some pretty, pretty incredible rescue stories out there. Oh, we do. We have plenty of stories. Uh, we've got some pretty incredible equipment in, uh, in our group. We have everything from, uh, I'm not familiar, if you're familiar with the Sherp type vehicles. They're big four-wheeled off all-terrain vehicles, uh, almost like a miniature tank. Uh, we have members that have uh, specialized equipment like that. Uh, we have lots of members of different uh, four by four capabilities, and uh, a lot of it is just uh, good old fashioned uh, elbow grease, you know, with uh, work with chainsaws to get people out of uh, areas where they might be trapped or uh, are in need. And uh, we're just that's what we're willing to do. 
How does it work? I mean, how do you get alerted generally? I know, obviously, the authorities in in a lot of these areas, these are big pieces of territory. They're often, you know, when it comes to emergency services, they're often volunteer as well. There's not a whole lot of, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of manpower there. Uh, How do you normally, how does a call normally unfold for you guys? So a call normally unfolds by uh, someone posting to our Facebook group or one of our social media networks. One of the issues that we had found was that having an all-volunteer service, it would be difficult to have someone act as a centralized dispatcher. So we decided to go with the social media side of things and uh, be able to have everyone's requests instantly visible to all of our followers. When you look at the, um, I mean, clearly the people get themselves into positions where they need your help, you'd probably want them to avoid that in the first place, right? Is there any advice you have for people out there, just given what you've seen over the past while? You know, over the past while, some of the biggest things that we see is is people are risking their lives out on the ice. We get a lot of, uh, you know, good winter ice here in Ontario. Uh, the lakes freeze up nicely, but we also have some areas that aren't so good. And we got a lot of people that are, uh, you know, willing to put their themselves in, in risk uh, to go out and uh, be out in the ice. And we don't want to see that. And, uh, and we don't want to see our, our members be asked to go out in situations where they're going to get themselves into any danger either. So that's really what we want to impart on our membership is to just to be safe. How did you start it? What was the what was the impetus to begin this in the first place? Was there a specific incident, or did you recognize the need, or what was it about? Uh, what what made you decide that this was something that was necessary? And clearly, it was because you have um, so many volunteers and so many calls. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just seeing the the need in the network. Uh, we've always I've always believed that uh, Ontario is full of good people. We've got uh, lots of people willing to help one another out. But I really saw that we lacked any kind of communication network in order to get people help when they needed it. So uh, uh, I thought that that was something that we could create. And it started really small, right? Just with Facebook. I mean, you do rely on social media for this. It's it's incredible because you couldn't have done it 25, 20 years ago, right? No, absolutely not. Where do you go from here? I mean, you've been busy. Um, I guess sometimes we often think that this is the work of of authorities, right? The authorities should be doing this stuff. But we know from uh, that in a country the size of Canada with the kind of weather we have, it's just not always possible, right? We Sometimes there needs to be that helping hand that exists uh, that isn't um, official, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't want to we want to be clear that we're not in the place to take the the responsibility of the first responders or the tow trucks. Uh, obviously, that's that's an important job that they have to do. Uh, but there's also a lot of need in the in the community uh, in the off road community that we found that uh, you know people were getting into areas, uh, especially areas where there no were no uh, uh, tow trucks or recovery services uh, available, uh, or they were unable to reach the people. Uh, and we found that we were able to help in those situations. Uh, Evan, where do you go from here? I mean, you have 19,000 volunteers now. It, it, it's clearly growing. The need is there. What would you like to see done with uh, with Trillium Off-Road Recovery? You know, I'd like to see it continue to grow. Um, I'd like to get to a point where we can provide a valuable service to the people of Ontario. And I'd like to see you see that to, to continue to expand. Uh, the majority of our membership is still in the southern half of the province. So I, I'd really like to see uh, more growth in the northern half of the province just so we can really serve people better. And, and and I guess you, you have looked at sort of making it bigger because you changed the name from Aurelia, which was really geographically specific, to Trillium, which suggests a larger, a larger all-Ontario approach. Absolutely. That's uh, that was one of the problems that we had is that uh, when we started with the name Aurelia, we only thought it would be a small localized group. And uh, the more and more that we were able to help and the more and more people we had geographically, we had to select a new name that was uh, more geographically appropriate to where we were able to assist people. 
you talk to people in other provinces? Is this something that exists in a lot of places? Is there a whole network of volunteer, um, sort of volunteer rescue folks out there um, across the country that do this kind of work that we're just not always aware of? You know, I think there is. I think there's a lot of good people out there that have been doing this. Um, I do know of several other small groups uh, in other provinces, you know, in the, in the numbers of uh, several hundred to several thousands. You know, I, I don't think they get the credit they deserve. They're out there, uh, you know, helping people that when they need help the most and when they're in some pretty bad situations. So just a lot of good people doing good stuff. And Evan, if people want to find you or just have a look at your page, where should they go? I would send them to our Facebook page. Uh, that's where we have the majority of our Facebook uh, or the majority of our recovery requests go on. And uh, all they have to do is just search Trillium Off-Road Recovery. And uh, we have a Facebook page as well as a Facebook group that they can join. And uh, uh, even if they're not from the area, they can you know check it out and just see what we're doing or uh, even do something similar themselves. Well, fascinating stuff, Evan Taylor. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Yeah, thank you very much, Ren.